What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, aka Farnsworth, and I am joined by my man, 100 Grand. Owens, what's up, baby? What it do, my boy? My partner. We are back. After being on hiatus for one week, Owen said he was sick. He was faking. He was See, not. There you go. There you go. Man, was nothing wrong with him. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we are back. We are back. Episode eleven. We've got a wonderful episode lined up. As usual, we'll get into. Tons of things about college fantasy football and even college football. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode. Week 10 recap, Owens, we had a lovely week. Some things, it started off kind of slow. Right. That thing got to rolling, man. It got to rolling. We did, didn't it? Man, when, hey, listen, man, when that train got to smoking, it got to smoking. And we start first off with Ohio State at Northwestern. We were just discussing this game before we came on because I was paying attention, but I wasn't paying attention, that type of thing. You know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Paying attention, but not paying attention. But I was curious as to why this game was so ugly, why it was so close, why it was so nasty. Ohio State looked like um, maybe the middle school version of themselves as far as offense is concerned, their passing mm-hmm. game was anemic, was pretty much non-existent. C.J. Stroud relegated to CFF irrelevancy in this matchup against Northwestern. Northwestern, uh, I mean, Owens, this is Northwestern. They've stunk all year long, but somehow seem to give Ohio State's offense some problems and, and pretty much put some handcuffs on them, so to speak, slowed them down drastically, only scoring 21 points in this game. I know C.J. Stroud caused a lot of frustration across the CFF landscape. Everybody's fighting for a playoff spot. You're either trying to get in or you're trying to solidify. Or you're jockeying for position. You want the one seed, two seed, three seed, four seed, however your playoffs are set up. Owens, what do you think about this game? Uh, and the playoff implications that may have arose because of the lack of uh, production in this matchup. Come to the microphone, man. Help me out. Well, it was uh, it wasn't Northwestern, uh, so to speak. Northwestern did not slow Ohio State down. It was that whatever seventy something plus. Gusted my wind. That was that was just blowing. I mean, bro, I'm watching this game. The flag was straight out. The coach's pants, legs, and <laughs> his shirts, and everything the was. was just, the flag was straight, brother. The flag <laughs> was straight, and 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 waving and waggling. And the, the, like I said, everybody's shirts and pants, legs was to the side. The wind was blowing so hard. You had to hold your Referees, man, shirts was blowing backwards. Man, listen, ain't no way you can throw man. Inch, 
into a win that strong. It was it was like, bro. I mean, CJ Stroud. He was trying to throw it, and he would make a pass, and you could see that win carry his ball somewhere else. It was like unbelievable. <laughs> it was it was unbelievable, man. And, I, and so you had to run the ball. That's why Mayan Williams had uh, twenty six carries for one hundred eleven yards and two touchdowns. And Evan and Hall had 30 carries for 122 and touchdowns. You had to run it. That's all you could do in the game. That's why it was yeah. so ugly. Yeah, I'm looking at Stroud's numbers, man. 10 of 26, man. Oh, yeah. 30, 38%, only 76 yards through the air. No touchdowns on the day. He did get 79 yards on the ground, but no touchdowns? Man, that hut. Bro, it knocked me out the playoffs, bro. Point blank, yeah. period. It, it was like in our, in our home league, man. You are. It was like bound. It it was it was. I was watching the game, and I'm watching the win. I'm looking at the win. I'm like, ain't no way he's gonna be able to pass in this win. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is probably gonna hurt me. I looked at it. I, I said it to myself. This is probably gonna hurt because it ain't nothing he can do. I'm looking at the ball. I'm looking at the win carry his ball in a completely different direction that he's throwing in. I'm like, yeah. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man, the no touchdowns height though. Height. Yeah, height. Yeah, hey, and Jigba hey. and Jigba dropped one. He threw it. That one he put on the money, right? In Jigba's hands and he dropped it. He could have walked in and he dropped wow. it. <laughs> wow. Wow. I wonder how many more people was hurt as far as playoffs are concerned. By this, by this uh, um, um, outing by CJ Stroud. Oh yeah, I mean because no, I mean if if you had him, you started him, right? Definitely. This is Northwestern, of course he's yeah. going and he's going to eat good against Northwestern. So you oh, yeah. had him in the game, right? You know, but so you know it is what it is. Like you said, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, right? On down to the south in Texas, Texas Tech at TCU. This game, man, looked like a pretty doggone good game. Um, to 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 kind of start it off with. I mean, you got Texas Tech in there trading jabs with them, right. so to speak, and TCU mm -hmm. was pretty much overwhelming down the stretch, mainly the fourth quarter because Texas Tech had this game under control, right. you know, pretty much throughout the game. Right. And it's almost like TCU tapped, you know, there's someone tapped TCU on the shoulder and said, hey, listen, your undefeated record is on the line if you don't do something. Right. And in the fourth quarter, they wake up scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter and pulls away to win by 10. But Texas Tech has to feel great. I don't know how big they are on moral victories, but they've got to feel great knowing that they control that game for much of the game and, and then they allow – the number seven Horn Frogs to do what they did in the fourth quarter. Uh, of course, they TCU did it again. They've been doing this all year. They knocked another quarterback out of the game. I don't know what it is with that man. There's something going on with <laughs> with them. <laughs> They've been doing it all year. Every game. They've been doing it all year. They knocked out a quarterback. It's like they it's purposely happening. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Morton. Was he was he was performing really well in this game, man. Seven out of ten uh, to start with mm -hmm. a touchdown. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Seven out y'all in a touchdown. Dude looked good. Yeah. And 
I'm it's 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 really interesting to see. I think they might have beat TCU, man, had he not got knocked out this game. Yeah, because he gets knocked out in the second quarter. Right. Shook comes in. Yeah, Shook Shook comes in. <laughs> and man, he he didn't look good at all. At all. And that's what I'm saying. Nine for twenty-two for seventy yards of the touchdown and the pick. Man, I think Morton probably they would have won this game, man. I think they would have won it. It's almost like it's like TCU saying, "This quarterback is gonna beat us, so let's take him out." <laughs> <laughs> They've certainly got that mo this year, man. <laughs> Knocking out quarterbacks to win these games, and they do it again. Kendra Miller looks good, runs wild in this game. Max Duggan, uh, really not uh, the game. That he that 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 he would want to throw out there, definitely not. Um, only twelve of twenty-three, hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns. You like that? No interceptions. Right. He was uh, non-existent in the run game. So Texas Tech did kind of put the clamps on him a bit, but it was Kendra Miller down the stretch. Twenty-one carries, one hundred fifty-eight yards, and a touchdown for that one. And TCU stays undefeated. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen. I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see what they do with them um, when the when the uh, next playoff uh, conversation comes around. I know, right? Yeah. Now that now that Tennessee has a uh, has an L, Alabama now has two L's. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's gonna be. And then Ohio State struggles mm-hmm. with Northwestern. I'm gonna I'm, listen. It's gonna be interesting to see how they how they um, rank these teams, especially going down the stretch. Speaking right. of Tennessee, Owens. Oh, my god! went down to Athens, and <laughs> listen, I thought, this is just my humble opinion, that the weather had something to do with this, like you were talking about uh, in the uh, first game, mm-hmm. Ohio State Northwestern. Uh, mm-hmm. Weather had major implications on the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. I think you could say the same thing here. Of course, Georgia fans would argue me into a corner and say right. that it wouldn't matter what the weather was like. But that weather, that sloppy weather, favored Georgia. It did. It did. It favored Georgia because it put a damper on the way Tennessee plays football. Yep. They are not smash mouth. Well, you right. say, well, Stetson Bennett had two fifty-seven and two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good argument. <laughs> they didn't do nothing to him. <laughs> they didn't mess with him. <laughs> he didn't do anything to him. He seemed to operate just fine. Oh man, that's but funny. Tennessee, the way they pushed the ball down the field. Stetson Bennett gets a lot of yak. Right from his from his, from his playmakers, um, you know, especially Brett uh, Bowers. He gets he gets he gets a lot of yak from those guys, and I understand Bowers was kind of non effective in that game, but you know, it is what it is. And 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 Tennessee, you know, they like to push the ball down the field vertically. Hidden Hooker, I saw a couple of plays in that game that kind of kept my eye closely to that game. There was plays in that game where if Tennessee's, I think, I think their offensive line lost in the football game. 
Yep. If they would have gave yep. Hendon Hooker a split yep. second. Yep. I was going to mention that. Yep. Yep. Because there was about three plays that I can remember where those DBs were beat. Yep. And he didn't have time. To... Yep. And he overthrew some because he was rushing those throws. Yep. The wide receivers were open, but he overthrew them. Those DBs yep. were beat. They yep. were cooked. Yep. But he couldn't make the connection mm-hmm. because he couldn't do what he's been doing all year, planting his feet and just kind of following through. He couldn't do that because right. they were getting there just right before he had the opportunity to do that. What you think about this game? Oh, man. You you hit you hit the nail right on the head, bro. It was the offensive line lost Tennessee this game, bro. I don't I don't even know if it was so much the weather as it was the offensive line. Cause if he'd have had the time, man, that he needed to make those pl- those throws, man, I think it'd be a it would have been. I don't know if it'd have been a different outcome, possibly, but yeah, man, it would have been. It would have looked like it looked. Because it looked like Georgia dominated this game. And I don't think yeah. it would have looked like it. It wouldn't look like that. It was one sided. I mean, it would have been different. But yeah, man, offensive line, man. They got they gotta step it up. I think them putting the brakes on Hendon Hooker's um dual threat ability too had a lot to do with it too. He had 18 carries for 17 yards. Well that that that, that, that corner man was blitzing, man. He was on his butt. He didn't see him. That's him again, bro. Same dude, huh? Same. It was him again. Cedric Tillman comes oh, back. Man. Uh seven catches, sixty-eight yards. Um, again, those deep balls, man, they were there. A few of those were there. Had they connected, we, we, we might, Owens, we might be having a different conversation. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they lose by two touchdowns. Right. We might be having a different conversation because Hendon Hooker has proven to make those plays all year long. All year long, right? It was just that split second, man, where he had, they made him uncomfortable and they affected, uh, 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 his his throwing lanes and and his uh, comfortability they affected all of that stuff and he oh, missed yeah. on some wide open dudes man he did he missed on some wide open now Georgia did get a bunch of pass interference penalties though holding <laughs> and carrying on trying to be too aggressive and they got caught but it wasn't yep. enough it wasn't enough I guess they said we're gonna keep doing it until <laughs> until they prove they can beat us without it but. That's that. Listen, Texas and K-State. K-State was starting to look like the bullies in the Big 12. I know, right? Man, they started looking like they're going to come in and just line up and just run you over. and just Line up, yeah. <laughs> walk through you? Just walk right through you. They started <laughs> to look like the bullies in the Big 12. And B. John Robinson said, I'm the bully on this block. I'm the man. Texas it comes is. in there, man, with a different mentality. Um, a lot, a, 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 Of course, a lot more toughness than we've seen out of this Texas team. 
they look like the bully on the block in this game. Oh, in this game, right, right. They come in there, Bijan again, 30 carries, 209 yards, and a touchdown. I don't know if he's had anywhere close to 30 carries all year. Mm-mm. You know they were I mean? balanced. They were balanced, man, because they threw it 31 times, ran it 30 times. But look at that. Yeah. Well, he had 21 carries at Iowa State or against Iowa State. That's the closest he's been to 30. But he hadn't had 30 all year uh, outside of that, not even close to 30. But, like, yeah, 31 attempts through the air. And um, they had – they threw it uh, – had actually, they ran it, if you count everything, yeah, 39 times. 39 times. Yeah, yeah 39 to 31 right there. I guess they – again, this is K-State's game. Right. Running the football like this, and they, which they did do that, but you know, uh, they did throw it 36 times with Martinez. He's coming back off of injury, Deuce Vaughn. I think that's where, um, I think that's where this game went south, yes, for K State. They told him, No, Deuce Vaughn, no, sir, not today. 19 carries, 73 yards, man. That's it. And so Adrian Martinez comes back, and you know he's a touchdown vulture from Deuce Vaughn. He keep yeah. Deuce Vaughn dry. He keep him dry. Yeah, he heard it. Yes. His stock go way down when Martinez is on him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on a touchdown hiatus, man. It's a dry, dumped him desert yes. dry for his touchdowns. Yes. yes. <laughs> he makes sure <laughs> Deuce Vaughn don't get any. Touchdowns. Uh, if he does, he's just gonna have to be a sixty yarder. A yes, yes, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna be in the red zone. It sure ain't gonna be inside the five. You can hang it up, dude. You hang it up. He's pulling that ball out your belly. He's pulling that sucker and going with it. Yes, he's done that all year, man. Owens, let's head on down to Baton Rouge. You got Bama coming in there. Not as scary as they used to be. Nobody's scared of them anymore. Has Nick Saban lost his uh, fear factor? Fear factor. <laughs> Has he lost that fear factor, man? That that intimidating figure. Mm-hmm. Because Brian Kelly, who I don't think is a good fit in Baton Rouge, I just just my opinion. I just don't mm-hmm. think so. But he coached his butt off in this game. Right. Um, the 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 unmitigated gall, the cojones. That sucker had a set on him, Owens. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He had a he had, he had a set on him. Yes, he did. He had a he had a good pair. A huge <laughs> pair. <laughs> <laughs> To go for two, yes. After they yeah, scored they, that last touchdown, only what you he, think didn't, he, he didn't even think of twice about it either. Let's just go. Let's didn't go. Even hesitate. I mean, like this we face to win this thing right now. Let's just get them out of here right now. Yes. I, I mean, I was like, bro, that run by Jaden Daniels, man. Mm. It was like, dude got some wheels, man. And he galloped in the end zone. I'm thinking, okay, this is supposed to go in overtime. And he's going overtime. And 
this was an overtime. No, they didn't go to overtime. There yeah, it was. This, this is the overtime. Yeah, but he he ran it in. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, he ran it in. And I was like, okay, they just just like, here we go again, you know, because who can stop who? I know this ain't supposed to go on all night. Dude, when he called, he made that call, I'm thinking, okay, Bama fixed to win again. I just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking, man. You think Alabama's going to stop him? Yeah, but Bama fixed to win this game. We're going for two. Come on, man. Like, and the call was so perfect. Oh my gosh, and the throw was perfect. Everything was perfect. It was just like executed to the T. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't nothing Alabama could do about it, man. It was just that was beautiful, man. It's beautiful to watch. This is what college football is about, man, right here. This game right here. I love it. Absolutely. This is what it's about. This is what we get so excited for. This is why we think, in our humble opinion, that NFL couldn't hold college football's jockstrap. Not at all. On any day. Nope. Any day. We got another one. Owens, you want to talk about this game, man? Oh, shocker. Clemson at Notre Dame. This was more than a shocker. <laughs> Owens. Bro. Yeah, a beatdown. Tell me about this game, man. I'm believe it was a one-sided controlled, dominated, I mean, old-fashioned beat down. I don't even want to say it. Clemson didn't score to the fourth quarter. To the fourth quarter. It yes. It was nothing in the fourth quarter. Yes. And then, there's, and then, and then Notre Dame was like, y'all finally want to score. We're just going to keep scoring with you. We're going to, as a matter of fact, we're going to outscore you. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh, bro. Yeah, it was a beat down. I was shocked, man. I was shocked. Man, yeah. And Clemson added that last touchdown with a minute and some change left. So it was it wasn't even that close. It wasn't even that close. It wasn't even that close. So this was utter domination by the Irish. Um, this was again, this was shocking. And Notre Dame is at home in this game. Um, DJU stunk. Well, he didn't stink. It was kind of it, it was kind of like hooker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. When you look at, I mean, the efficiency is there. It's just yep. the production isn't there. And yep. I think I think that right there, uh, of course, Shipley only getting the ball 12 times. Um, you talked about uh, um, the, uh, the uh, play calling in the uh, Texas K-State game. With mm-hmm. the um, the balance mm-hmm. here, you didn't you didn't get that here. You got them throwing it thirty nine times, and you take out DJU's nine. With some of those, were probably scrambles. You know what I mean? Not yeah. called runs. I don't think they all were called runs. They run the ball less than twenty times. You know, I don't I don't understand this because if you look at the game before against Syracuse. The passing game was so horrible. Shipley had to put them on his back mm-hmm. and win the game for them. So they won that game strictly based off of Shipley's performance. Mm-hmm. And then you turn right back around <laughs> and give that same dude only 12 carries. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. I just don't I don't get it. 
Because if you look at who was that last week? I mean, week before last, some little, little dude from a little team had a hundred hundred and seventy four rushing yards against Notre Dame. I can't remember who it was. I know, um, I know, I know, I know. LeBorn got down earlier this year against Notre Dame. Yeah, Kayla LeBorn did for Marshall. Right. And I'm thinking, come on now, Shipley should do something. Yeah, give the dude more, give him his carries. At least twenty. He should have at least twenty five carries in this game. At least. I can but, find it for you. Uh, who? Um, I think I think you're probably talking about Kaden LeBron. Was, uh, no, it was it was it was uh because he was the last one that really just thumped week before last. I'm trying to think of his name. No. They play UNLV. They play Syracuse. UNLV. I think it was the, the backup running back. Oh, you talking about Courtney Reese? Yes, he he had one hundred and seventy, well, one hundred and forty something, something like that. Eleven for one hundred forty-two. One hundred forty-two. Yeah, one hundred forty-two. Yeah. That was probably in trash time, though. Yeah, it was still. <laughs> this is UNLV versus Notre Dame. Still come out at 142 rushing yards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Well, I don't think it was in trash time because I'm 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 going through the log, and it, and it wasn't in trash time. Owens, he got that 74 yards. Um. He got that early, Bruh. So I'm See, not, I'm not, I'm not picking it up. This is crazy. I don't, I just don't understand what Clemson was thinking. Wow, I just don't get it. Yeah, man, no, he, got that, could, he got that in the first quarter. If they could do that, man, I know y'all could do. It. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, uh, they, they believe in DJU. He got them beat, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that <laughs> week 10 recap we got week 11 preview right now Bama and Ole Miss does Bama get off the snide will they lose a third for the year Ole Miss in this running game they're coming off a of bye week they had two weeks to prepare for Bama and to get ready for Nick Saban and this not so Nick Saban defense <laughs> Again, they're not scary like they used to be. Ole right. Miss is looking at this. They just got beat by LSU, who did beat um, Ole Miss earlier this year. They did mm -hmm. beat Ole Miss earlier this year. So, man, I'm contemplating. Uh, I have Quint, uh, Quinchon Juckins in our home league, and this is the first week of the playoffs. I'm contemplating if I should start him because I know he's going to get the volume. I know, I know the workload is there. Mm -hmm. But again, Nick Saban coming off a loss. He mad. He knows, yeah, he's mad, man. He knows that this running game for uh, for Ole Miss is where it's at. This right. is their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. This is in Oxford, Mississippi. So o Ole Miss is at home, man. Right. I'm, I'm, oh man, I'm going back and forth on if I should because the production is there. Barring injury, he's going to get north of twenty carries. If, I, I agree with you. 
if if they had a a passing game, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a no brainer. No, be no question. It would, I mean, he he's going in, but. The fact that that's their bread and butter. Alabama is—they try to take away your bread and butter. That's what they go do. So, ooh, yeah. Can Lane like, give and put some things together to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Get him, get him, uh, get him out uh, on some on a on a couple of plays where you know Alabama hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't take long for Nick Saban to adjust, right? Doesn't take long for him to adjust at all. So that's that's very very interesting right there. That's going to be a good game right a there. Real good game. Yes. Uh, TCU still undefeated, man. Listen, if they knock Quinn Ewers out of this game against Texas, bro. Yeah, we got to do some investigating, man. We got to do some investigating. <laughs> if Quinn Ewers gets knocked out of this game. Somebody's listen, man. Somebody getting hired. Some PI somewhere is getting hired. Yes. If yep. I'm if I'm if I'm somebody somewhere in a Big Twelve office. Yes. Because listen, man. This 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 can't keep happening. This cannot <laughs> keep. It can't keep happening. How many? <laughs> how many? How many quarterbacks have they locked up? All of them. <laughs> every every game. I think. <laughs> I want to say every game. Oh my gosh! I want to say every game. At some point, they've knocked out every quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fishy. Maybe not every game. If not, then it's close to every game. That's fishy. Yeah, you you're talking about consistent? <laughs> <laughs> they are consistent. But what do you think about this game, man? Texas coming off a a, a convincing thumping. Uh, what again? What seemed to be the bullies, but you've got TCU looking good, fending off Texas Tech's efforts to kind of you know uh, uh, strangle them, and they got loose in the fourth quarter and was like, nope, psych, <laughs> you know? yeah, and 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 got away. What happens this week against the Longhorns? Owens, who you got in this game? Oh man, TCU. The last couple games they've been playing around. Giving up leads, man, and kind of well, not giving up leads, but falling behind early, mm-hmm. and having to having to catch up, and then pull away late. I mean, yeah, they can't come do back that. in heroic fashion. Yeah, they can't do that this week. They cannot do that this week. They got to be ready. I think this is going to be a tough, maybe possibly upset game for TCU, depending on how they approach it. This is in Austin. Because if they yes, if they fall behind like they've been like they've been doing these last couple of weeks, it's over. Unless they knock you as out. <laughs> Unless they knock you as <laughs> Yeah, it might be the plan. Oh, we we behind y'all. Let's get him. Let's get him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> You talking about falling behind and, and yeah. this next game, Wake Forest and North Carolina. You talking about shoot out? Ooh, we this shoot shoot out Central, right? It might look like it might look like SMU and Houston, brother. Yes, sir. It might look like that. This is a basketball score. You might see a bat. 
another <laughs> another basketball school. Another basketball school in this game. Because neither one of these teams like playing defense. It's almost like they nope. are allergic nope. to playing defense right here, man. This game right here with the over-under of 76, I'm going over. Over. I think they're going to score each. Yeah, yeah, they may they may hit a hundred total points. hundred total points game in Oof. this game because listen, Drake May is hot, Sam Hartman is hot, and that's just it. That's it. Hey, you want all these players? You want everybody in this game? You Start them all of them. <laughs> Start them <laughs> all of them. All of them. Put them in, in there, this game. Every one of them you got. Stick them in there. First Stick one, in there. 65 win. <laughs> first, first one, first one. <laughs> it's a done deal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a done deal. So as far as fantasy, start everybody in this sucker start here. Start everybody. Green look like he's taking over at running back. Put him in there. Because Put him in there. Can't stop nobody. They don't nope. only think they care to stop they don't. Nope. They don't. They don't care at all. I think they go out there and say, "Listen, if you don't score, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> we ain't trying to stop you. The opportunity is right here. It's, it's wide right open. If you don't score, that's on you, buddy. Yeah, you. You, you stepped out of bounds before you got to the end zone. That's all the reason why you did. <laughs> That's the only reason why you didn't score. That's your fault. Oh, man. We were letting Watch you in. You stepped out of bounds. Watch where you're going on this field. Oh. But that oh. right there, get everybody in there. Get everybody in there. Who you got, man? Wake Forest in North Carolina. Ooh, we. I got to go NC, man. I got to go North Carolina in this one. Yeah, I think they got a little bit more. Like a little bit more. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, Drake May. Although, Wake Forest ain't slacking, man. No, they not. They not. Sam Harmon and those dudes, man, they've got guys emerging right now. So, he's got a, a few options. Right. But, you know, Drake May is probably, is no doubt, I think, in my mind. He's the, he's, he's the freshman of the year. He is, definitely. In the country. In the country, country, I think. Hands down. Hands yep. down, I think. Oh, man, this other game, we head out west, all the way out west for some Pac-12 action. We've got Washington Owens at Oregon. Um, Oregon's looking good. They've been right. looking good. But they can give it up a little bit. Yes, they can. This over and under is 72 points. So they're expecting some fireworks in this game. <laughs> Another shootout. Another shootout because Michael Penix Jr., he can toss that rock around. Oregon can tighten up at times, though. At times, yeah. They can tighten up at times. But they can also open up at other times, too. They can open up a lot. They gave up 41 to Washington State. See? And that's, but see, but I mean, they give up points, but like you see, if you remember the UCLA game, 
They gave up 30 to UCLA, but most of that, uh, 14 of that came in the fourth quarter. And UCLA's offense is good. It's good, right. Yeah, so 14 of that 30 came in the fourth quarter when the beatdown was on. Mm -hmm. The beatdown was on. Um, Yeah, man, so that right there. And then, you know, of course, Arizona's offense is potent. They held him to 22. So yeah, yeah, they look good at times. At times, at times, it's going to be interesting. This game right here, I got Oregon in this game. Who you got? I got Oregon in this game too. I think Bo Nix is going to be too much, man. Mister Do Bo It Nix, All, over man, there, man. He is the most improved, player most improved, yes, in the country. Yes, in my opinion, he, he improved and he oh. maintained it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he yeah. he improved and he maintained. He's the same dude every single week. You know he's gonna produce. Yeah. Every you talking about Adrian week. Martinez stealing touchdowns from Deuce Vaughn? This dude steals touchdowns yeah. from all his running backs. Yes, he do. That Mark dude got I don't know how many one yard touchdowns? He got a bunch of one yard rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Marquise Urban, nothing. Noah Whittington, nothing. Nope. A little freshman, nothing. Nothing. So I don't want to get yeah. ahead of ourselves. We're going to give out some awards later <laughs> in the year. But this sucker here, he has earned himself one. Yes. No doubt, man. No doubt. No yes. doubt at all. Listen, OU, I had to put this one on there. Uh, West Virginia. Um. Owens, mm. what's the issue with the Sooners? What do you think? What's the issue with the Sooners? I think we just gotta wait till next year. That's it. We got we gotta get rid of these players that's that hasn't bought all the way into Venable scheme and then get his guys in here, his players in here, and Let's get the ball rolling. You know, mm-hmm. I think once we once all that once the players all the players get on the same page, everybody buy in a hundred percent. I think then we'll start seeing, you know, uh, a different OU football team. I think on I think it's a little bit of that. Excuse me, yawning tonight, but I also think that it's talent too. Because I think the lack Mm. of talent is more evident at the line of scrimmage, mainly Mm -hmm. on the defensive side of the football. I think the lack of talent is more evident Mm -hmm. on the defensive line. No pressure. No pressure. And when the quarterback has time, I don't care who you are. Oh, yeah. Somebody going to get open. Yeah. Yep. I, I I understand coverage sacks, but how many times do you see that a game? Maybe twice, maybe three times you see a right. coverage sack. And that's pretty much because the defensive coordinator had the right call. Mm-hmm. And maybe the wide receiver stopped running, they stopped moving. Because if if you if you call it a coverage sack, mm. 
that means that the coverage held up long enough yep. for the defensive line to get there. Right. Which means it took them a while to get there. Right. And OU had a nice drought where they wasn't getting to the quarterback at all, where they weren't getting yeah. sacks. Yep. And I love those dudes, man, but I think that the lack of elite defensive talent has eluded the Sooners because of the previous regime was not that focused on that side of the football. Yep. <clears throat> oh, you had a top 10 class because it was offensive heavy. Right. Number one quarterback. You got number two and three wide receiver, the number one yep. and three and four wide receiver, and then yep. you got number two tight end. Yep, number five, number eight, nine running backs. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Top yeah. heavy as far as offense, but then yep. you look at the defensive side of the football, and you're like, uh, okay, three star over here. Three stars, and maybe four stars. Three stars three stars can be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. They weren't developed into studs. Nope. They so, they was <laughs> huh? You look at USC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you out west. Oh, you out west. Oh, <laughs> you out west. Oh brother. Yeah, man. Can give it up. Can give Same. it up. That's that's the that's what we've been dealing with. And it shows, man. Like you can't just say that's OU, man. Or you just, you know, Oklahoma just give it up. No, it it, it followed Grinch, man. Red where he was over here. <laughs> and then he went to USC and that, that same thing followed him to USC. And you see it, you see it who it is. It's 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 you see it who it is. So let's let's get let's get Venable's players in here. This this nice defensive recruiting talent we got coming this class we got coming in here. Get them dudes in here and let's play some football, man. Let's go. You said it followed him like a fart. Followed him. Yes. He can't even deny it. It's it's all over you coming out your shirt and <laughs> you can't look around. You can't say it was him. It was her. They nope. It's coming out your shirt. Out your pants. Every time you, every time you, every time you move, we smell it. Every time you move. <laughs> Yes, it did. Father went right with him. <laughs> now, now the USC fans, they're over there sweating bullets. We got to score everybody because we can't stop nobody. Cal <laughs> has a mediocre offense and they, you know, pushing them to the, you know, pushing them to the limit. 
Yes, me, Okan. Yeah, they over there sweating bullets with Kyle. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sweating bullets with Kyle. Absolutely, man. Jack Plummer. 406 yards. Oh, that's the same stuff we used to see. Like this dude come out of nowhere and put 400 yards on you. Oh my gosh, bro. Yes. And you're thinking, where. and you we we used to always think everybody has the best games against OU. We should say that all the time. A real game, a career day. Career day against Oklahoma. Why? Watch Jack we sit- come out here next week and throw 200, 250 passing yards. Yeah. yeah. Barely. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yep. that. No, that's that. Oh, let's get into – we didn't even talk about OU. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about the defense. <sighs> Yeah, but 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 I'm with you, dude. I, I think that Venables is probably just kind of he knows they know. Yeah, they know. I mean, they just have to get the players in here and finish implementing the system, and these yep. players that have bought in get another year in the yep. system under their belt. I yep. think they'll be just fine. They'll be fine, yeah, man. Because there is an emphasis, a heavy emphasis. You see that at the beginning. Of this recruiting yeah. class or oh, this re- this recruiting cycle, there's oh, a yeah. heavy emphasis on the defensive line. Yeah, and I love it. They're trying to get all the defensive line talent. We've lost some, and right. I think I think it's because of NIL. I I, I mean I really do. Yeah. Some of the OU fans are complaining about Ty Bates, dude. You have to be out of your mind. This is year one. Mm-hmm. What do you think he was going to come in here and do? Pull all the five star defensive talent from a from a uh, uh, AM who's paying kids a million dollars. You thought he was gonna, you know, do it over Bay or uh, not, not Bates, but over over uh, Alabama, over Ohio State, over Clemson, over Georgia. Get out of here, dude. Right, right. What right. does he have besides the guys that I had at Clemson? Those are the guys that I developed, right? That's yep. what he that's, has. That's what he has. But yep. they're looking at what he has right now, and it's not a great reflection, I don't think. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like I mean, oh, you fans are complaining about that, like what just left was better. No, oh my gosh. We weren't even in the conversation. Listen, so listen, if the previous regime was still here. We wouldn't even be in the conversation of some of these defensive linemen. Nope. At all. Be on their board. Wouldn't even be on their radar. At all. Yep. That shows you just how little these people know. Yeah. They have no idea, man. They have no idea. No idea. The the high school talent, defensive, defensive ends and defensive line and all that, they see. They see that guy as somebody who could develop them into what they could become. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? NFL players, that's, that's what their ultimate goal is. They see that. His track record shows it. You can't come in here with somebody else's players who don't, who's not as talented as the players that you would recruit. 
Yes. And ex and expect to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna turn these dudes into what I had. Yeah. Come on, man. No. Like soon as I get soon as I get there, it's just gonna happen. Come on, man. Nope. Nope. Right. That's unreal. It's unrealistic. Well, put on campus, these guys are gonna yes. go from a three star to a five star. Yes, that's unrealistic. Come unrealistic. on, man. Expectations. Typical OU fans whose college football world is about as big as Norman. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I hate to say it. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. They know nothing about college football outside of Norman. Right. And, and those are the guys you got on Twitter. So that's that. Yeah, man. Listen, man, let's go. <laughs> let's let's get to some shout outs, man. We're gonna hit some shout outs, <laughs> just a couple shout outs here. Shout out a couple dudes, man, who had some wonderful weeks. Owens, we've had so many guys get down this week. I mean, show out. Throw down. Yes. This week. <clears throat> and we could, I mean, throw a dart in the dark. And where it lands, listen, that guy threw down, Owens. Yeah, he man. Butt, man, who you got, man? Who you who you want to shout out this week? Ooh, Tyler Mordecai. Ooh, I'm just gonna say, get you some Houston. Twenty-eight or thirty-seven. Now you look at that. Twenty-eight for thirty-seven at three hundred and seventy-nine passing yards. Mm-hmm. And he had nine <laughs> touchdown passes. My gosh. 29 then, completions. 29 completions, right? He, he had 20, 20, 28 completions. 28 to 37? Uh, 37. For 379. 28, 28 completions and nine of them was touchdowns. And nine of them was touchdowns. Then he had the nerves. The nerves. The nerves. To run the ball eight times for 54 yards and run another touchdown. The unmitigated goal of Mordecai. Yes. To have 10 total touchdowns. Who do you think you are? Who do you, you think gonna score you are? 10 touchdowns in a one game. Who are you? Well, 10 good. total touchdowns. 10? 10. By yourself? By yourself. Brother. This is some high school stuff. <laughs> it is, ain't it? <laughs> Ten by himself. My gosh, dude! Listen, I'm gonna go with Edward Sadie. Okay, Owens Edward Sadie, running back of the Temple Isles. This dude. Showed, showed up. his behind. <laughs> he showed his behind. He came out there against South Florida. South Florida ought to be ashamed. Listen, this dude got South Florida <laughs> coach fired. Oh, shoot. South Florida's coach got fired this past <clears throat> week or this, this weekend. <laughs> and I think it was his fault. Ooh. Edward Sadie out here getting grown men fired. Yes, he did. 24 carries, 265 yards, three touchdowns, had another four catches for 69 yards. But the 265 and three mm -hmm. on 24 carries. Owens, 
265 at 50 fantasy points in our league because it's non-PPR. If it's PPR, it's 54. 50 That's right. Fantasy. He hung a half a hundred on somebody. I know probably nobody had this dude in the game because he's 1% on. That boy's still running right now. He's still running right now. Getting people, getting another grown man fired. <laughs> right now, that's my shout out right there, man. It oh city, my man. Because yes. offense is starting to come alive, but they've been stinking all year. And just, all year, right? Come out, this dude just come out of nowhere and say, "I'm gonna go for 200 plus a day." Yep. Oh, South I just, Florida. I just, I just feel it today. Give me the ball. I feel it, man. And they gave it to him 24 times, and he, and and he did it. Oof. Over 300 total yards, man, on the day. This when do you say? When do you say he's getting it? Let's let's focus on stopping him. <laughs> well, I don't know that they could have because the quarterback threw for three three forty four. Oh shoot! <laughs> so you have that element too to think about. So it was yeah. just one of those days with South Florida. It was just their day to just get lit up. Yeah, it was their day. It was their day. It was their day to get lit up, period. Uh, That's it for our shout-outs, man. We're going to move right along in this podcast, this episode, to our start and sit segment. We're getting deep into knee-deep and even waist-deep into our CFF content of the show. We're starting one running, one quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and a tight end. You want to listen closely because this is money time. The playoffs are starting. Owens mentioned that he didn't make the playoffs in our home league for the first time in 17 years. He is toilet bowl bound, but he is in the playoffs in our Sooner Nation varsity league. He's in the playoffs mm-hmm. over there. So we're looking good there. And so right. again, this is this is this is the money time, people. If you're not starting playoffs this week, like our freshman league, our CF, our um uh Sooner Nation freshman league does not start playoffs. We want to start the guys off traditionally, and it's gonna be a 14 playoff, which will start next week. Won't start this week, it'll start next week. So the guys are still jockeying, and that is a league of parity, which is exactly what we wanted. I won on accident last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got to fix that. <laughs> we got to fix that this week. Because it's the guys that it's their first time. They love college football, but a bunch of them, it's their first time playing college fantasy football. Uh, it's, it's the first time for a couple of them playing fantasy football. So right. we definitely want right. them to have the best experience they could possibly have. And the objective is not to slap them around. So we got to pull back this week. We want them to have the best experience possible. Owen, who you got at quarterback this week, sir? Man, I'm going to go with Nikosi Perry, man, against Florida International. Against mm-hmm. their 112th ranked pass defense out there. And the coach Perry, man, I think he uh, he's coming off a pretty decent game against UAB. You know how UAB is, you know. He, yeah. He's pretty good against UAB. You know, 187, three touchdowns. Uh, 
So I think he'll have more yardage in this game and uh, at least three or four touchdown passes, man, as well. So I'm, I like Nikosi Perry versus Florida International. I like it, guy. Listen, I'm going with Curtis Rourke. This dude is still only 42% owner. He's been lighting it up just about every week. He had a couple man games in there the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. But Buffalo seemed to be uh, somewhat of a defensive standard in the MAC. Seemed to be. Mm-hmm. And he came out like he didn't know nothing about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> just, he didn't care, did he? He didn't. He did not care. <laughs> Group of three seventeen and five on Buffalo mm-hmm. ran another six times for forty five yards. He's got Miami of Ohio this week. They're a little bit better, but I don't think it matters this week either. I think he's gonna light them up too. I think they just Miami of Ohio just had the benefit of playing some of the weaker offenses in the MAC, but I think they get a high-powered offense this week. Curtis Rourke is the real deal, man. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he is. he's the real deal, and they're letting they're letting him prove that week in and week out, and he's doing it. I'm starting Curtis Rourke at quarterback. Who you got at running back? Man, I'm starting him too, man. It was out of it was out of him, Rourke, and Phoenix Jr. against Oregon. I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna go with Rourke over mm. over Phoenix Jr. I like that better. Yes, uh, and a running back, man. I think uh, I'm gonna roll with George Halani <laughs> against against Nevada. I don't know, man. He started Halani, man. He started the season off slow this year, man. Mm-hmm. Real slow, and he had a had a good game in there, September 17th. Did real good, looked real good. And he kind of fell off a little bit. I don't know if it was injury related or what, but then he he's back on track, man. These last four games, man, they've been feeding him, and feeding him, and feeding him some more. Mm-hmm. He's been producing. He's been getting down. And Nevada's little old seventy ninth rush defense, man. He's he's probably gonna he probably gonna tear them up, man. So I'm starting George Carolina this week. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm going with Brian Beatty, running back for South Florida. We mentioned South Florida. Coach just got fired uh, for giving up all those rushing yards to Edward Sadie. <laughs> Listen, Owens told, told you about the shootout between Houston and SMU this past week. And SMU likes giving up points. And so South Florida likes giving up points. They meet this week. Two teams that like giving up points. Listen, I'm going, with, I'm going with Brian Beatty, man, because he's playing against SMU's 113th against the rush, according to fan tracks. Um, that's what they say. So, but I think it's according to how we got the stats um, figured in, too. So, I don't know if it's 113th across the across the uh board for every league so let me probably not need to put that in there disregard that y'all <laughs> <laughs> disregard just know that they stink know that know that they stink and so, <laughs> i'm starting brian Beatty against tempo who you got a wide receiver man i'm gonna roll with uh trey harris man from louisiana tech against utsa 
Trey Harris, man, coming off a real good game last week. 11 man, targets, on, 7 he, catches. He's been on fire, man. Yes, he's been on fire. 107 catches, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. Man, listen, he's had a like a nice four five four game, four out of five game stretch, man, right here, man. That he's been he scored uh four out of the five games, a touchdown, at least one, four out of five times. He had one game where he scored three touchdowns. Last week he scored two touchdowns. He's hot right now. And uh UTSA, man, I think this game is gonna be a shootout. Uh and so I'm getting Trey Harris in the game, man. I'm starting. I like that one, man. Listen, I'm going with Bradley Rosner, wide receiver for Rice. He is going up against Western Kentucky. They are going to need him to keep up in this game. And listen, TJ McMahon has proven to be a viable fantasy option. So TJ McMahon has been throwing that ball all over the field here lately, as of late. And so one of the guys that he likes throwing the two the most is this guy right here, Bradley Rosner, 6'5", 205-pound wide receiver. He's getting a lot of targets, especially in the last couple games. Of course, they played weak defenses, but listen, we got another defense right there that you can kind of throw it all over the field on in a little bit, and you're going to need to to keep up with them. I've got Bradley Rosner at wide receiver. Owens, you got a tight end. And I'm going out there in Memphis, man. Caden Prescorn. Tight end out there, man, versus Tulsa this week. He's been consistent, man. He's been getting the targets, the receptions. And he hasn't scored a touchdown in the last three games. But, man, listen, that tight end premium for him, man. Them, them catches in them yards, boy, they add up real good. They look nice. They look real nice. So if you throw a couple touchdowns, at least a touchdown in there, boy, that's nice, boy. That's fantasy gold for you, baby. You got that tight end premium. So I like Caden pre-scoring out there at Memphis. All righty then. Man, I'm going to go with Tyreek James. Tyreek okay. James against UCF. I'm Rick James. Tyreek James. <laughs> One of the main targets for Michael Pratt there. UCF a decent defense, but I think that Tulane can move the ball on them a little bit. I think they're going to score a little bit in this game. Tulane got pretty good defense, but and so does yep. UCF. But I think both of these offenses are uh, consistent enough. I think they're strong enough to score, you know, a few points on the opposing defense. And I think that's what you'll get in this game. So <laughs> I am starting Ty Rick James at quarterback. Listen, mm -hmm. that's it for the start. Flip side of that coin. Got to warm some hides right next to Coach Owens. Who is that at quarterback for you, sir? <clears throat> well, uh, this is pretty much a given, I believe. But I just threw it in there anyways because you may have some guys that they want to be hard-headed and they believe in their guy so much that they're going to put him <laughs> in there anyways, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be what? They want to be hard-headed. I'm starting them anyway. <laughs> but uh, Will Rogers, man, against Georgia. You know. Yeah. You saw Henry Hooker just have a mediocre performance. Man, that was less than mediocre. 
Yeah. That was horrific. It, it was. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the weather had a weather played a uh, Man, a big terrible. part in it. It was terrible. But you know what, Rogers? They like to throw that ball. They they slang that bad boy, just like just like Tennessee. They slang that bad boy, but man, he got to sit him down, man, this week against Georgia. Well, Rogers, come sit by coach. He's going to have 60 attempts for 213 yards. And that's it. <laughs> he might have two picks. Three. <laughs> 60, he's going to be uh, 42 for 65 for 213 and a touchdown and three picks. Oh, wee. Those picks going to chew that touchdown right up. <laughs> Take the touchdown away. Take it right off the board, huh? Take it right off the board like it ain't even there. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go with Michael oh. Phoenix Jr. against Oregon. I think Oregon does a number on him. He just played Oregon State, and they right. kind of bothered him a little bit. Right. 30 of 52, 298, one touchdown, had a pick, nothing in the rushing game. Mm-hmm. Very, very mediocre. Very, I mean, that's 23 points in our league. In a standard league, he's in the teens. Right. And he probably got you beat. Probably got you beat. He probably got you beat. I think he throws another one of those clunkers out there this week. <laughs> a clunker. <laughs> a clunker. I think Oregon does the same to him. So I got to stay away from Michael Penix Jr. this week. So you, yeah. you sitting down and running back, man. I'm sitting out Evan Hall, man, versus Minnesota. I know he had a little decent game last week. I think it would have been different had the weather, you know, been more cooperative. But, <laughs> you know, they had to run it. He was in Wildcat half the game, you know. <laughs> you said he had him a little decent game. Yeah, he had him a little decent game. I mean, listen. <laughs> he was in Wildcat, brother. He just going to poo-poo his game like <laughs> I mean, listen, 30 carries, 122 yards in the touchdown. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good game, man. Um, but Minnesota, man, they, they, them boys is, is, a, is some run stoppers out there, boy. And some run stoppers. They got some good run defense, man. So I don't think Hull, I think Hull is bottled up. I think he come out of there, man, with probably about 85 yards, maybe. Mm. But uh, I, I think he's balled up, man. I'm sitting on Evan Hall this week. If that. Yeah. Listen, I got to go with uh, a fan favorite. And they going to fight me on this one, Owens. They going to be hard. They going to stick yes. him, on him anyway. Mm-hmm. Braylon Allen against Iowa. I don't like this game. I don't I'm like this you. game at all. I understand he's on a streak right now. A four straight game with 100 yards. 100 plus yards after coming off that injury against Illinois. But he did have a game earlier this year against Washington State, 21 carries, 98 yards, and that was it. Took a couple catches for 12 yards. I think he looks similar to that against Iowa. Again, I don't like this game for him. I think Iowa is good enough, Owens, to, to, to keep him bottled up yep. this week. And so yep. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. Iowa is at home, so this is in Kinnick Stadium. Yep. Uh, it's going to be cold, I see. 
going to be cold. So I don't know as far as the elements or anything like that. But you always want to keep an eye on that stuff. So I'm sitting Braylon Allen at running back. What about wide receiver? I like it. Now, this one, this one is interesting to me because I, I'm sitting this guy in non-PPR leagues. But in PPR leagues, you'll be all right to start him because he gets the targets, man. Charlie Jones, man, at Purdue. The guy gets the targets, man. Uh, he gets the catches. He gets the yards. So you'd be safe to start him in PPR leagues. Listen to me. PPR leagues only. Start this guy because he's going to get the targets. He's going to get the catches. Get the yards. But in non-PPR leagues, sit him down. Sit him down. <laughs> against, against Illinois. He's Sick. not going to get you what you think he's going to get you against Illinois. The boys can play some defense out there, man. Number four in the country against the pass. So, it's a split. Start him in PPR league, you good. Non-PPR league, sit him down. Non-PPR, sit him down. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, I'm going to go with Zay Flowers, man. Hmm. He's going up against NC State this week. NC State is stingy. They do play defense. I don't like what they do with their running backs, but they do play defense. Mm-hmm. They play good, pretty good defense. And, man, I don't know the status of um, uh, Phil Jerkovic. Phil J is what we call him on this show. All right. Phil J. And they had a the freshman, Emmett Moorhead, started last week. Lit it up, no, too. Right, he did, didn't he? 330 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, lit it up. Two of them went to Zay Flowers. Right. Emmett! <laughs> came in on what right. right. Emmett <laughs> Emmett <laughs> came in and did his thing man uh, I don't think he's doing nothing this week any of that stuff no so I don't I don't like this game for uh, Zay Flowers against NC State again NC State's at home low over under I just don't think Zay Flowers is that involved in this game so right. I don't like it I'm sitting Zay Flowers. You don't have a I tight like end. You never no, have sir. a tight end. <laughs> I think you just check out on tight end. Don't even check out on tight end. I look. I look. I got one. Varkey's Gums. Tight end for North Texas, who's really not a tight end when you think about it. You look at his size, man. He's, the dude is not a tight end. Owens for uh, North Texas. Austin Arnie. Had himself a day last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lit. Who was that they played? I mean, lit them up. Didn't Arnie get you some in our home league? <laughs> 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 yeah, he did, man. He 50, did, did 51, 51 points. And he normally, he, he yeah, fifty. But he normally don't be up there like that. No, but he jumped up there last week. No, of course he would against me. That's always that's how that's how this season was. That's how it's been all season. Listen, he gonna jump right back down. He gonna go right back down. Yeah. Uh, and this is maybe I don't like that. This is exactly how my season has been. They they have their best performances against me all every week. It's been it's been like this. 
Listen, I'm sitting Varkey's gums against UAB. Sitting him like, down. Yeah, I'm sitting him down. I don't like this matchup. I don't like this matchup at all. Not an explanation. Not a lot of ex- uh, explaining needed. Not a big explanation needed. We're just mm-hmm. going to sit him down. And that's that. So, there you have it. That's that for the uh, start and sit. We have come. Of course, you know this by now if you follow the Ankle Biters. Hit us up on Twitter, by the way, at CFF Nation. Let us know if you like the show, if you enjoy the show. What can we change? Do we joke and laugh too much? (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to be more serious? Do you want more stats? Tell us how we're doing. We'd love to engage with you. No doubt about it. Owens, I wish segment. I see the show sheet, but you got to explain this to me, man. You got to explain this to me. I'm going to give you some time right here to explain this to me. I wish, man, my my I wish this week is man. Just just M-A-N. Dot 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 dot. Just man. And he wants to know what I mean by this. So when you look at me and I look at you and I say, man, it happened to me again. I wish that. This season, I wasn't the guinea pig for the players on the opposite fantasy team to just have the best game of the season. So you was OU? Yes. Under under Alex Grinch? Yes. It's every week it was, man. Here it is again. This dude hasn't scored 45 all season. <laughs> He's been in the 20s. <laughs> Last week he was in the 20s. This week he got 45. Next week, I'll go back and look at him. He's right back down to the 20. Okay. The next week, man, this dude over here, he got 65 fantasy points from quarterback. I go look at the week before, he in the 30s, 35. The very next week afterwards, he back in the 30s. And stay there. You look at his whole sheet. The 65 stand out. Whole game uh, long. A whole, a whole game long. And that was against me. I'm like, man, this whole year. I wish, and I'm saying man. That I wasn't the guinea pig. And it that happened to me this past week. It just so happened that uh uh Houston and what is that? Uh uh SMU had a shootout. Mm-hmm. Guess who the opposing team uh, I was playing with? Guess who quarterback they had in the game? Clayton Toon. They had Clayton Toon. Who he had some 40s and 50s in there. 
but he gave him 88. <laughs> and Austin Ani gave him 50. Ani hadn't been in the 50s all season. He'd been in the 30s. Oh. He gave him 50, 55. <laughs> of course, guess what's going to happen next week? Gonna That's going to come way back down. Yeah. I was the guinea pig. That's what I meant. When you look at the show sheet, you see, man, that's it. I, I wish I wasn't a guinea pig. I know what you mean. Now I'm in the toilet bowl. I'm in the dark. Listen, and I'm the third highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, yeah. But I'm in the toilet, but I'm in the toilet bowl. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's how it is. It's like that sometimes <laughs> in, in, in CFF. It just is. Listen. I wish that the season would last longer. It's already almost over. Can you believe it? We are in mm -hmm. week 11. Week 11. We yep. got three weeks left. Three well, weeks. Fantasy Dang. football, that is, fantasy football. Then we get in the bowl season and we getting into, you know, uh, the winter months where we start dreading the season being over. Mm -hmm. I wish that we can add a few more games to the schedule. Maybe we yes. can get three bye weeks in there and get rid of this uh, this bulk bye week, like week nine. Yes. Murderers Row bye week where you've got half the nation on bye week and you've got everybody in the game that you possibly can get in there and you look down on your bench and all you see is bye. Yes. You know, so maybe we play a few more games and add a couple more bye weeks in there to kind of help this thing out but i would love owens to have a longer season oh yes this me is too the greatest sport on earth yes on, uh, not even close as far as fantasy i don't want to hear nfl guys say anything because there's no comparison whatsoever at all there's no comparison whatsoever <laughs> it's not, not even close it's not, it's even, not close. even it's not even worth talking about it's not the only the right. only argument they would have is the injury reports, there's no information. But we've seen to work around it for 17 years just fine. Yep, just fine. It's not even close, man. You you, you can't even have the same conversation, man. You can't no. mention the two in the same conversation. It's not even close, man. It's not It's not the same conversation. It's, it's not, not same conversation worthy. Nope. It's just not. It's like, okay, who's better, Michael Jordan or... Uh, uh, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah, that's not even the same conversation. It's not even the same conversation. That same conversation worthy. You know what I mean? So yeah, there you have it, man. That's it for that. Almost. Listen, I want to now get into some playoff sleepers, man. You know, we're starting the playoffs, right? This this right. week. Young old starting the playoffs. Huh? Young old starting the playoffs. You you, you listen, no, <laughs> I know I, I'm just I'm just you know in the in I'm, the I know we, we we put so much stock in the home league. <laughs> but you're in the playoffs in the in the in the in the Sooner Nation varsity league. Yeah, I'm gonna wreak some havoc too. I'm I'm officer wreak some havoc. Justin oh, Nottingham. I'm going to some hammer cover for you, Justin. Shout out to <laughs> Justin, man. Justin's a booger, man. I'm going to wreak some havoc, brother. You hear me? I'm mad. I'm going to unleash all this anger 
on that league, right there, one league. <laughs> uh oh, just just a handful. Yeah, but I had him if my if Hannah didn't get hurt early in the season. Yeah, if, if Hannah didn't yeah. get hurt in that game, I had him beat. So this is payback coming. Uh oh, I love me some paybacks. You already know how I feel. <laughs> playoff sleepers, bro. Mm-hmm. Playoff sleepers. Listen. If you're in one of those leagues where you got multiple quarterbacks and you, you know, you've got a huge lineup and you've got room, you've got room to maneuver and like some guys, because a lot of guys are hurt right now. Right. If you saw my injury reserve list in our home league, red flags all over the place. But a lot of guys are hurt right now and some of the matchups may, you may not like, you may not, man, you, you wonder, okay, who's a sleeper? Maybe you're in a huge league and there's a bunch of guys that's already taken again a multiple multiple quarterback league and you probably thinking Man, i don't like this guy's matchup so we want to give you some sleepers uh at quarterback running back and wide receiver uh owens who's that do for you at quarterback Man, the quarterback man i think tyson tail man from james madison he's been hurt you know for a couple games man previously Came back last week against Louisville. Uh, didn't do too much, you know, because against this Louisville, they just overpowered in that game. But, dude, he's he's got Old Dominion coming up, who's 85th against the pass next week or this week. He's got Georgia State after that, who's 100th against the pass. Got Coast Carolina, they like this, like they like shootouts. So, um, listen, I think Ty Santeo, man, he got a nice schedule. The next for the next three weeks, man. I think he could lead a couple teams, man, to the championship. I mm. like him. All right, that's what I'm talking about. Hudson Tail for the James Madison Dukes, guys. I'm gonna go with Trenton Borgay, mm-hmm. quarterback for Arizona State. They made the change with the interim coach there to go with Borgay over. Emory Jones, they switched the game plan up and said he implemented his high school game plan, which was fast, up-tempo, pushing the ball down the field. You see that, you see the first fruits of that in the Colorado game is when they made the switch. Right. He was 32 of 43 for 435 and three in that game. Mm-hmm. Comes back, and that was against Colorado. Horrible, horrible, horrible defense. They comes back, well, they come back against UCLA. And he had he's 38 of 49 for 349. Two touchdowns and a pick. He's not he's not mobile, so he's not a dual threat, but the volume is there. Right. Since they made the switch in offensive philosophy or uh scheme. Right. He's thrown the ball 43 times and 49 times in the last couple of games. He only played half the game against Washington back on October 8th, and he was 15 of 21. So the guy's really fishing. Right. The guy's really fishing with the football. They get Washington State this week, and then they get Oregon State. But then in that championship matchup, the championship week, he gets Arizona who loves shootouts. 
They like mm-hmm. it. So they like it. <laughs> I think he's somebody to consider. Trenton Bourget, quarterback for Arizona State. Owens, running back. Uh, running back, man. I think I'm going to go with uh, uh, Webb. LaDamian Webb. Yes, sir. Listen, this guy is only 69% rostered. I don't know how he's still only 69% rostered. But let me read you his last two games, bro. Against Arkansas State, 28 carries for 162 yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Last week against Georgia Southern, 35 carries for 247 yards and four Yes, sir. Russian touchdowns. His playoff schedule is against Texas State, the 82nd against the run. Against Southern Miss, a 56th against the run. And against Old Dominion, Championship Week, they 126 against the run. You can't tell me this boy getting ready to eat. This boy is getting ready to eat. Big with Damian Webber and start him with confidence. He is a sleeper. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to start him in all three of those weeks. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to go with Percy Ajayi Obasay running back for the James Madison Dukes. This dude is he's got all the records as far as the Dukes. He's a senior. This 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 is his going away campaign. And I think they're going to end it on a bang. Owens just mentioned the uh, Old Dominion Monarchs. He get those guys this week. Then he gets mm-hmm. Georgia State. They give it up in, in, in week 12. And then in championship week, he gets go- Coastal Carolina. They can give it up. So all three weeks, this dude is going to eat a full course meal mm-hmm. all three weeks. Peyton or Percy, Big Percy. Percy Ajayi Obasek. <laughs> Percy <Sleeper>. Ayo. <laughs> Percy Ayo. <laughs> Sleeper running back for the James Madison Dukes for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver. We, I got to go with Trey Harris, man. I got to go with Trey Harris. I don't understand this. He's only 62% owned. That means he is on somebody's wave of wire. I don't understand it. This guy is on fire, man, lately, man. He's been getting down. He's the, the number one target out there at Louisiana Tech. He had 11 targets last week. Already earlier, seven catches, 157 yards, and two touchdowns against Middle Tennessee. He's got UTSA coming up this week. At his 82nd against the pass. He got Charlotte next week. 128th against the pass. Them two games right there. He can he can lead you into the championship game. Where he, he played UAB. Now that game right there, you have to watch that game because they 29th against the pass. But the first two, he can get you there, get you to the ship. Mm. So Trey Harris, man, from Louisiana Tech. Get you to the ship. Listen, I mentioned uh Trenton Borgay, he's only two percent on. And Big Percy is only 18% on, by the way. And for my wide receiver, I'm going to go with the number one target for the aforementioned Trenton Borgay, Elijah Badger, 
who is only oh. 21% on. This dude has 23 targets in the last two games. Mm. Eight catches in each of them in the last couple games. Eight catches for 137 in his Colorado. Eight catches for 83 in a touchdown against UCLA. If you're in a bind and in a pinch, especially PPR, because this dude is a, is a target magnet with Borgay in there. Mm-hmm. And they get Washington State. Man, so-so, but I think he'll do his thing. Then they get Oregon State. He'll do his thing in Arizona State again. He'll definitely do his thing in championship week, barring any injury. 6-1-185. Very, very talented wide receiver. A lot of people were looking at this dude to come in and make some noise from the jump. Emory Jones kind of hampered that a little bit, as we probably should have expected. But we've got more of a pocket passer in there right now who's not looking to run the football after he comes off his one read, after off, off his first read. So Borgay is uh, looking to distribute the ball down the field, and he's always looking for Elijah Badger. I watched a little bit of this game against Colorado. That dude was hard to – he's feisty. He played <laughs> bigger than 185 pounds. He plays more like he's 205 or 215 or something. This dude is hard to take down. He does not go down easy. He's very, very feisty. He's rough. I like it. Elijah Badger, wide receiver, Arizona State. If you're in a bind, if you're in a pitch, you got to look at him. No doubt about that. So that's it for that. Owens, that's it for the show. Yes, sir. We're done here. There's nothing else to see here, folks. (laughs) <laughs> Move along. Nothing to see here. That's it for me. That's Owens, it. Man. That's it for Owens. Till next week, we out. Peace. Peace.